Hey, Watershed and Jay Heights, Jeff Summers, and I'm excited to uh, talk to you tonight. Um, we're starting a whole new series, and I get to kick it off for both groups. And so we're doing a series for student ministries entitled Fear Not, which is following the same series that Jeff and the teaching team is doing on Sunday morning. And so we have to admit, as we go into this season, that this is a crazy time. Right? This is a cra I haven't talked to anyone who isn't saying, I've never experienced anything like what's going on right now. And so there's a lot to be fearful for in this season. Maybe some of you are afraid because you know someone. Maybe you have a family member or a friend or a teacher who has the virus. And that is scary. That's a scary thing. Some of you uh, might have a family member or maybe even your 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 parents business is in jeopardy uh, be, or they lost their job because of the way the economy has crashed at this time and you're dealing with that which is kind of scary uh, a lot of you are just experiencing loss right this year uh, didn't go the way that you wanted it to go nothing is happening or you're not experiencing anything the way that you thought it was going to be and you're experiencing a sense of loss you miss your friends it started out exciting at the beginning and the farther we go into this, it's really not very fun at all. Maybe the loss for you was even just this spring and your expectations that you had and the way things were going. Some of you, maybe you were the starting pitcher or you were the one who ran that first leg in that race and this was going to be your year and now it's just gone. I know, I, I can definitely relate to this. This experience of loss is happening in my own home. Uh, my son is a senior in high school and he's lost prom and graduation. Uh, my daughter is an eighth grader. Those are two special years. Those are seasons of life where you have uh, real milestones that take place and now they're just a, a, a whole, right? It's just a loss that they're experiencing. And so as Christians, what do we do with all this? How do we experience this loss in a way that, that makes sense and that brings honor to God? You know, this makes me think about one of my favorite passages in the Old Testament. It's when Moses is bringing the plagues on the Egyptians. And you think about that. What a crazy time for the Israelites, right? They're surrounded by chaos. There's frogs and the Nile turns to blood and there's gnats and flies and all of these things which has got to be a pretty crazy time for them as well. But my favorite plague, the most interesting one to me, is the one, the ninth plague, which is darkness. Okay, and basically God says to Moses, stretch out your hand and darkness is going to completely engulf the land. Now what he said at that time is that this darkness would be so complete that it would be a darkness that would be felt that no one even rose up or left their bed for three days all was in complete darkness can you imagine what that felt like to be in a completely pitch black environment But the amazing thing is that in the houses of the Israelites, they had light. Now think about that. Isn't that an, an amazing picture? They're completely surrounded by chaos and darkness, yet inside their dwelling places, the people of God 
had light. And I think that is what it's like, or what it should be like for us as believers during this time of chaos. So this is a time where the Christian is supposed to see what everyone else is missing. You know, one of the passages Jeff read this last week is Hebrews 1.3, and it says this, that Jesus, he is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature, and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sin, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Now think about this. Jesus is the radiance of God. He's the glory. He shines forth the glory of who God is, right? That's the light that we have and that he upholds the whole universe by his power. Uh, That's amazing that we think that he is totally in control, even during a time of chaos like this. And he sits at the right hand of God the Father right now, and he is ruling and reigning. You know, Paul, the Apostle Paul, was totally aware of these facts. Uh, I think when he was in prison and he's awaiting the sentence that's going to decide whether he's going to live or die, he writes a letter uh, to the Philippian church. And he is filled with joy, and he says this in this passage. This is Philippians 4, starting in verse 4. He says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all that the Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The first thing I want to point out in this passage, he says, Rejoice. I will say it again, so he says it twice, that we're supposed to rejoice. Joy is not an emotion, it's an attitude. And that's an attitude that we can have regardless of the circumstances that we face. He also says, let your gentleness be evident to all. Now think about that. I don't know about you, but when you're cooped up with the same group of people for a month or two, it's kind of hard to be gentle all the time. This is something where I really need to rely on the Lord to have the power to do this. And then he finally gets to this point where he says, do not be anxious or do not be fearful about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, right? Take those things to God. So how can we do all of these things? How can we do this? Have this joy. Uh, Do not be anxious. How can we be filled with gentleness? Well, years ago I lived in Florida and when I was in Jacksonville uh, we actually experienced a hurricane and it was a category one so it wasn't that bad but I was still pretty amazed at how scary it was and I know you've seen a picture of a hurricane so if we if we throw a picture up right now you can see right the the wind swirling around but then you look right in the middle right and there's the eye of the hurricane and I experienced that it was crazy there we were in Jacksonville the hurricane is blowing it's kind of scary even just a category one and then when the eye hit it was so eerily calm all around us was just stillness and yet in my mind I knew that just outside the eye that the wind was blowing that destruction was happening that chaos was ruling and reigning you see this really represents the life of the Christian right It's just like the Israelites experienced light when all around them was darkness and chaos. You and I walk and live this life in the eye of the hurricane. And around us is wreckage and brokenness and difficulty 
and a coronavirus and a pandemic and fear and anxiety, but we cling to the one that allows us to do that because at the center of this passage where he says, let your gentleness be evident to all, when he says rejoice, when he says don't be anxious about anything, right in the middle of that first verse he says, the Lord is near. You see, that's the key. When you and I give up our life and we surrender our life to the Lord, you know what he says to us? He gives us a promise. He says, I will never leave you or forsake you. That me and my Father will come and we will make our house with you and we will dwell with you. We are connected to God right now through the power of the Holy Spirit and we are seated with him in the heavenlies. That's crazy. I don't even understand it. It's mysterious, but it's beautiful that he makes his home with us and he is near and he is with us all the time. And that makes all the difference in the world, right? I can approach even a pandemic with confidence. We can have joy because the Lord is near. We can be gentle because the Lord is near. We can overcome our anxiety and we can fear not because the Lord is near. Because you know what? Even when he doesn't change our circumstances, he changes us. And we can tap into the power of the nearness of God because he is with us. So keep that in mind as we go through this time of pandemic uh, that we don't have to fear because God may not be changing our circumstances, but he's changing us. Let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, thank you for Watershed. Thank you for J-High. As we start this new uh, series, God, we pray that the light would shine in our homes and in our lives and in our hearts and that you would change us, God. We do pray for an end to this pandemic. We pray for an end to the things that are, that are causing us fear, Lord. And we cling to you, knowing that you are in control, that you rule and reign, and you are the radiance and glory of God. So let that light shine in our hearts. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.